Wildcard Wrestling, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional wrestling. My name is Aaron, I'm alongside here with Brandon, Jamal, David, and Ravon. How are we all doing today, gentlemen? Amazing. Awesome. All right, this topic of choice, we'll be talking about nothing but tag teams. Tag teams and more tag teams. We're going to be talking about a brief history on tag teams. And also talking about the present part of tag teams as far as is the tag team division weak? How can we improve it or is it improving? Is it kind of just kind of just floating around right now? And then our what if scenarios, we're gonna be talking about dream tag teams, your own personal Mount Rushmore of tag teams, and your own personal two favorite tag team matches. But let's talk about the history of tag teams. Going back and trying to Google the history of tag teams is kind of hard to do. But what we have so far is that there was a tag team match in 1901 in San Francisco. It was a Team San Francisco versus Team San Diego. The reason why they made this into a tag team match was for variety and excitement. And it wasn't kind of like your average tag team match that we know nowadays where you have the tag ropes, you tag somebody and somebody else comes in. It was more or less a two-on-two, all four competitors in the ring going at it at once. Um, but as far as trying to Google this and try to actually find any kind of proof of this stuff, there's no actual pictures or articles on this particular event. It's just word of mouth, and they just put it up on there in Google. But what we do know as far as actual proof was October the 2nd, 1936, in Houston, Texas, was the first documented tag team match. And there was actual articles and there actually were pictures from this particular match. But it was once again a two-on-two match, and it was considered to be a Texas Tornado match. It wasn't your average, once again, tag team where the guy comes in, tags in, and tags out. It was a two-on-two. It wasn't until the 1950s where they started to really push the idea of tag teams, of the traditional one guy in, one guy out, tag ropes, they tag in, they tag out. The first tag team champions was in 1945, and that title was the AWA Southern Tag Team Championship. By the mid-1950s, 13 different NWA tag team champions were more or less established in the NWA territory. And to kind of go back on the history of the NWA, the NWA, you had the National Wrestling Alliance and you had one world champion. But there were promoters within the NWA that kind of controlled their own territory. So once again, you had Georgia Championship Wrestling. You had Mid-South Championship Wrestling. All these organizations were more or less part of the NWA, but also ran their own territory. Their own territory had their own tag team champions. But to fast forward and start thinking about tag teams as a whole, it wasn't really pushed out until, say, the early 1960s when the major three organizations were more or less established at that point. And that would have been the AWA, the American Wrestling Association, the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, and the WWWF, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. By the 1960s, you had tag teams like the Crusher and Dick the Bruiser and the Vachons. And by the 1970s, you had tag teams like Nick Bockwinkle, Ray Stevens, Dick Murdoch, Dusty Rhodes, the High Flyers, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew of Ole and Gene Anderson. You also had Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens, the Samoans, the Blackjacks, and the Val- the Valen Brothers. 
by the 1980s in tag team division, that's where it more or less exploded. You had all these three major promotions, and all three of these promotions were really kind of just pushing their tag teams because they became so over-the-top type tag team matches, but there were also gimmick tag teams too. These tag teams also, I'm sorry, also became big household names. I mean, they were main eventers in their own right. Oh, yeah. Not just single men, just tag teams were big. Yeah, I mean, you would have the Rock and Roll Express, Russell the Midnight Express, in the main event. People tuned in. People tuned in. They wanted to see that match instead of maybe two single-card matches that were going to main event that arena. They wanted to see the Rock and Roll Express wrestle the Midnight Express, or you wanted to see the Heart Foundation wrestle the British Bulldogs. So in the 1980s, everything kind of just, just exploded. Like, wrestling in itself exploded. So see that. It just went nuts. Like the Heart Foundation and the British Bulldogs? <laughs> they want to see that match? They want to see that They saw the Rockers. That's what they wanted to see. They wanted to see the Rockers, yeah. Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels? There you go. That's the team. Oh, That's the team. That's the team. Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels instead of the Heart Foundation. and you know, Bret Hart Bulldogs. couldn't carry it. Bret Hart couldn't. Michaels. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're already starting with the debate right now. Well, I haven't even finished up the history of tag teams <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Want me to continue? <laughs> Yeah, I want you to continue. Okay, well, in the 1980s, there were many tag teams. There was the Road Warriors, Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood, Jack and Jerry Briscoe, Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson, the first ever African-American tag team champions, the Von Erichs. Foot fetish. Just what's that? One of them had a foot fetish, just to let you know that. Who had Which a foot one? fetish? Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's a well-documented foot fetish there. He likes feet. Big guy who likes sweet feet. Great. He really yeah. likes <laughs> small Asian ones, to be precise. <laughs> small Asian feet Tony yes. Atlas liked. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just, you know, add a little information to, you know, some people's personal lives, just so you know, people understand how these tag teams truly, truly work sometimes. Is this something that we can look up on Wikipedia and we can Google about uh, Tony Atlas? We, we have verbal evidence of him saying what he likes in multiple interviews. Are these like shoot interviews? Uh, shoot interviews, on television, a few times on the network. Um, you know, people like what they like. Spongebob and feet. Tony's <laughs> thing was the feet. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's why he did a drop kick, just to let people know that he, he likes feet like that. All right, we, we can go back on with the information. Are we continue with the 1980s yeah, here? Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh. So right now. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of took a bit of curve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, t- t- Other tag teams were Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, as we all know, the Rockers, Coke. The, the, the Bushwhackers, Demolition, the Killer Bees. Uh, the Fantastics, and so on and so forth. As we move on to the 1990s, we have some really good solid tag teams that were tag teams for multiple years but didn't really, I don't, I don't want to say get the push, but really they got their exposure, I think, when a lot of these other tag teams in the, in the 1980s kind of went into singles competition, and then they kind of like were the the next push as far as tag teams. And that's like the Steiner Brothers, Harlem Heat. Um, the Hollywood Blondes, the Nasty Boys, the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, the New Age Outlaws, and the Acolytes. So, the Hollies, with the cousin, cousin Hollies. Yeah, we're not going to mention them. What? Uh, How do you love your Hollies? Uh, uh, we can. You can talk about the Hollies. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I thought that was a funny one. Hey, you, you, you saying you enjoy watching Crash Holly matches. Well, yes, I did. 
I discussed this earlier in the podcast. I had a hard time. stunned. I've never seen Jamal at a loss for work. He's hilarious. He's like Santino Morelli before Santino Morelli. Santino Morella. Whatever. I don't like it. I don't know how to pronounce his name. There's a Jim Cornette. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. to, to kind of get this thing started here, I guess one way to start it would be, who was the first tag team that kind of caught your attention and caught your attention really as far as tag team wrestling? David, who was the first tag team that caught your attention? Well, when I started watching it, WWF in that late 98, early 99, I would have to say the Outlaws Billy Gunn and the Road Dog, because when I started watching SmackDown, they were the champions at the time, and they were the team at the forefront. Yeah. So that's the team that, to me, got one of the teams that got me into watching wrestling. What was the first tag team match that caught your attention? Um, was that Raw or SmackDown? Or it was, was on particular? SmackDown. I think it was the reunion match, or it was the reunion of the Outlaws when they took on the Rock and Mankind for the belts. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorites, because that was kind of the... The reunion of DX in the future. Yeah. But it was, you know, the Outlaws were back, even if it was for one final run. Mm hmm. Yeah. And they, were, and they were one of those tag teams that really cemented the tag team division in that late 90s. I think I read that outside of the Rock and Sock, like their merchandise was what, third highest? Probably. Probably with them and DX. Or DX slash New Age Outlaws, you know, because they were part of a group and they were yeah. also a tag team, too. So, how about you, Jamal? Who was the first tag team that caught your attention? Uh, probably the Hardy Boys. It's pretty simple on it. I think the first match that I actually really enjoyed of the Hardy Boys was probably their Edge and Christian match. Uh, I think it was just a match on Raw or SmackDown, wherever it was. It just—I mm-hmm. was just randomly watching wrestling. I was probably the first one that ever caught my attention. Probably their most famous match is that TLC match between them, the Dudleys, and the. No, it's just those three. Yeah, it was those three. Yeah. But I think that's probably my most memorable, and probably the Hardys are probably my second favorite. My first favorite is Sabu and RVD, but they weren't technically a tag. They just tagged a lot. Yeah, they just went together as a tag team for special events for ECW. Yeah. How about you, Brandon? Who's your tag team that... You know, I've never really been a fan of tag teams. I've been a fan more of, like, those off-the-cup, uh, unions, so mine don't have to be Huff unions. Mine don't have to be Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. The Mega Powers. I love the Mega Powers. Okay, they're not actually a tag team, but well, they were, they were called the Mega Powers. Right, they were a tag. Team. Yeah, but they weren't after like tag team gold and stuff like that. No, but they you know they just were there for a cup of coffee. But it was just so fun seeing them, and also like. <laughs> I just I just like that. I don't I'm not a fan of tag teams. I don't even like tag team matches. Jeez. What? Wow. I, I mean I can't I can't think of any like really good tag team matches when I was growing up. Yeah. That would like stick in my head. It would be more like I liked a combination of two tag teams wrestling. Okay. But it wasn't like a specific match. Was there a match that caught your attention when you were younger saying, Oh that was, that was interesting, that was cool. Yeah. So any of the rockets? Oh, just a regular match. Just a regular tag team match. Oh, not not a tag team match. No, at all. I I rather I I more enjoyed like different wrestling matches between two groups. 
It wasn't like, this is the match that I like because of these reasons. It's more like, I like the dynamic between these two tag teams so I can watch them in any match. Between those four guys. Yeah. So not really necessarily a tag team, but just two guys paired together for that particular right. match. Gotcha. How about you, Rayvon? Who's your, uh, what's the tag team that caught your attention? I'm trying to, I who came, APA came before the Hardy Boys, right? They came right. right around the same time, but APA, I think, was there maybe just a little bit before. Because I'm torn between the APA and the Hardy Boys. I can't remember which team I saw first in the brood. Which one, which one of those three would you say was first? It was later. Later? It was like 99, 98. Yeah. So it probably APA, Hardy Boys, and the brood. Bradshaw and Ron Simmons were both there, but they were doing different, different projects. Okay. I would probably say it was the Hardy Boys yeah. because they were, like, much bigger than APA. Yeah, but the reason why... Name-wise. The reason why I said yeah. APA because they, they had a running gimmick where they was playing poker. I mean... That was much later. That was later. That was like Yeah, it was yeah. the Hardy Boys. Yeah, so you would have... Yeah. Hardy, Hardy Boys, I know it's, like, 98. Like, 98, yeah. 99, that's, that's Hardy Boys. Yeah, Hardy, Hardy Boys. Because that was three tight, about three favorite Hardy Boys were, was, like, summer of 99. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had that rooms. that $25,000 ladder match yeah. with Edge and Christian and ter- for the, in October for the of 99. the Terry Runnels. No Mercy 99. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. then you were off and running with, with those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure, but the Hardy, I like the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys come to my attention because they're, they're half fine ability and their energy. APA, I like the whole Ebony Ivory thing. That'd be cliche, but, you know, and it was big, huge, like, guys. So you like the Danny Glover, Mel Gibson type? Yes. Okay. Yes, oh, it is. It's a good way. And then the last one was, uh, uh, it was it. Oh, the Brute. I like the whole vampire thing and giving stuff like that. Get really real good. again. Yeah, why? Why did you? Why did Gangrel does like that? Five, but Andrew Christian, Andrew Christian are obviously good wrestlers. It was good. I don't know. Maybe we're talking about Gangrel. Gangrel. Ah, fucking. He had his teeth made into like fangs. Yeah, like an actual vampire. I like Gangrel. I like Gangrel. Who? Golf Kid. I got no problem with Gangrel. Who? Golf Kid. Edge Lord. He was much better in WCW than WWE. I don't think he actually WCW. See, I don't think he connected well with the WWE audience. Was he still called Gangrel, or was he? But was his gimmick still the same for the most part? Yeah, pretty much. Really? <coughs> yeah. WWE was just that. jacked up to 11. Okay. But, yeah, it was much more mild than WCW, but he was still, like, vampire-y. Huh. Because mm. that's, that's his real life. Was he, there, was he there for just a real quiet time? I mean, was, he, was he... He was pretty in there. Like 2000? 2000? I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, he had to be in the A, be in the A time between like 95. But he was, he was a big mover and shaker in there for a while. Gangrel. Yeah. WCW. Who mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's good. Well, on Facebook, fans, go ahead and look that up and That's let right. us know what you think about Gangrel, WCW. Mm. Of course, he wasn't Gangrel yet. Oh. Uh, what was the name? He was going by his given name, Dave Heath. Nope, Ray Mysterio. No wonder he gave up his goddamn given name, Dave Heath. That's that's a problem. What is your deal with Gay Grill? Why lay off Gay Grill? I'm sorry. Leave him alone. I have a thing against golf kids, okay? Jesus. That's a little heartfelt. Yeah. All right. I think we should go to Hot Topic. I guess we're going to go to Hot Tag Topic. Hot Tag. The tag team division right now, is it good, bad, ugly, happy, sad, in between? What do we think about the tag team division? It's kind of awful. That's a, that's You're talking about as of right now? As yeah. of right now, 2018, yeah. as, as uh, we're talking. It's Dang. amazing, but it's just limited as hell. Amazing, but limited. It's what? Uh, well, as I can say, we got maybe like 
four amazing tag teams, and that's about it. You New Day. New Day, Usos. Eh, give or take on if you still care for the Good Brothers. And you got, uh, I can't think of their name. The uh, old Wyatt Club, uh, Wyatt family. Oh, oh Legend Brothers. Legend Brothers. Wait, what's your parameters here? Because you named like four guys, and like, I don't know, they're not really doing much in the year now. Well, I saw Usos always, and New Day. New Day is also doing it, but I'm just saying these four groups are probably your best group. I mean, you could say the bar, but I feel like they could be broken up any day and become single superstars any time if True. they want to. That's, 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 that, that's the main reason I don't really put them in much because I feel like yeah. Yeah. anytime they want to use yeah. them too, they'll just split them up. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. why I don't really put them a lot into tag team stuff. So, so no revival? No. No? No. no. I, I'm not even I'm not even naming NXT stuff, so NXT stuff is off the records. Revival me. is up here now. No. Revival. What is Revival what has Revival done since they've been in goddamn the oh, upper brain? Oh, okay. All right. They haven't done anything. I didn't know. I nothing. Know. Absolutely nothing. Oh. Trash. Garbage. Revival. So you don't He's like the, do, you, no, do you like the tag team division or no? No, I like it. I just, it's not really anything there. It's just limited as hell to like four groups and, you know, eventually it gets stale between four groups. It's it's cool. It's just, they don't have enough talent there to move the goddamn division. I don't like it. I think they're, I think they're using that to fill time and making it a side show instead of like real competition. <coughs> like, you're right. It's like, it is for limited to four. Because look at this. SmackDown had four, what, two tournaments in the last six months? For the belts, mm-hmm. the, the, the tag team belts, yeah. yeah, and because of injuries, and oh okay, oh well, that makes sense. But that's why they did this last one. Then they, uh, well, I think I don't know about the first tur- tournament, but the second one, then they have to like put a makeshift team together, and that's how. Uh, oh. they, well, then they blend uh, Rusev's uh, storyline with the tag team tournament just to have a fresh team in there. I don't count Rusev as a tag team. No, no, I'm talking about it. they blended two. They, blend, they had to like meld the tag team with that team together. Two managers. Yeah. Yeah, basically. All right. So, like, I don't know. I'm not really fond of it right now. I feel like it's kind of like harken back to, like, the days when uh, Diesel held the belt, that kind of era. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of, like, tag teams, like, really good tag teams. The tag team division was, like, very shoddy. And what they had to do is put a lot of random people together, and it worked. Yeah. But there wasn't, like, established really good tag teams that we, like, remember. True. True. I think right now the real tag team that we're going to remember 15, 20 years down the road is going to be the New Day. Right, and the rest are going to fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Uzos. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like them, but Maybe. I think the Usos, because you know, they, they have the talent. I think a lot of the, the problem with the Usos is they can't be singles people. No. no. I don't think that you could ever split those two up and then really give them pushes. Yeah, I think their gimmick is getting stale, too. Yeah, it's I like, think they've just intertwined each other. And I, I liked their... Um, Transition to heels. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool when it started. That was better, yeah. And now I'm kind of like, okay, they just keep doing the same maneuvers to yeah. get the heat. Yep. And it's like, it's kind of gotten to the point where it's like, okay, we need to move on. I mean, same be- with them, like Seamus and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Their gimmick was great when it started. Yeah. And then it, we watched, saw it evolve, and now it's just kind of like, I'm kind of done with them. Like, well, how many opportunities can you give them until the you know on SmackDown? That's why you need more build. I mean, more tag teams. What, what they need is yeah, a bigger variety of tag teams or put people together that aren't really doing anything. Yeah. Bring back the old Yeah, like I like I said, these guys are getting stealing because they're wrestling every day. 
Yeah. Like every, every night they're show. wrestling. Yeah. Every pay per view they're house wrestling. House shows. And we get yeah house shows. We get sick. We just get sick of them. Yeah. So if you put like the Roman Reigns, the guy who are doing anything like Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh again. Yeah. I don't know if they're on the same brand anymore. No. Uh, Zack Ryder. I mean, if you put people like they're fizzling around down there and you put them together, like the B team. Yeah. Like the B team are fun and interesting now because they're new. Yeah. And it's like we just need new. I don't think it's like really suffering from. He might be an anything other than we just Man, don't have enough. Yeah, I think we're, we're, um, we're getting burned out on the tag teams we are seeing. We're like yeah. SmackDown for like almost a year. It was just Usos versus New Day. Yeah. Back oh, and yeah. forth, back yeah. and forth. Yeah. And it's like... I think they hit on... Didn't they, didn't they hit on every pay-per-view? Almost oh, every tag team. Yeah. Almost every one for like half a year. Because that was the... Because that was the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they had a little uh, promo about how they've been to every WrestleMania and the Usos haven't so they wanted to go. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I don't know. It's, it's just gotten stale at this point. It's like, yeah. I can't... I can't reaction. care about New Day versus Usos anymore because I've seen it so many times. It's like and they beat. You only do so much as they will yeah. die. I mean, right? Yeah. If, you, if you need to put someone on the side to reinvent themselves, that's fine. Just like bring someone in. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Why ascension? I don't. I'm not saying push the ascension because obviously that's dead in the water. But yeah. why don't you give it more more time? And it's not take. Yeah, just take them off. Take them off TV for a year or however long it takes them. Brizanga. Yeah. New gimmicks, new attitude. Like the Bludgeon Brothers. They were gone for a long time and then they came back as the Bludgeon Brothers. uh, Roland was injured. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was a great gimmick. At first I was like, okay, this is kind of silly. They got foam hammers or whatever. But then when they, now they're like... No, no. They're not foam. They're real. They're real. Um, But no, it's like now I really like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it took me a while for them to grow on me, but I like I would rather much see them in a match than Cesaro and Samus. Like I'm kind of done with those guys. Hmm. Do tag teams have a shelf life? Yeah, yeah. And what do. is the shelf like? Is then I go, I'm good for this tag for about a year, and then they just move on to something. I think else. we're starting to learn everything has a shelf life now that wrestling is so mainstream, mm-hmm. and we watch a lot of it because like back in the '80s. We didn't watch that much wrestling. It wasn't as prevalent in our everyday lives. Yeah. Like, we didn't have Raw, we didn't have SmackDown, yeah. we didn't have, you know, we, we see wrestling every day, if we want to. Because I think in the, more. in the 80s, I'm going to transition to another sport for a second, 80s was also about basketball. Lakers, Celtics, Pistons, Bulls. Yeah. They had to sort of share the spotlight with the wrestling until that died down and the wrestling went through the roof. Yeah, true. I also feel like when you saw the Rockers, it was exciting because you don't you don't see them every day. You didn't see them every Saturday or Sunday morning. Right. So when you saw them or when you saw them live, you were much more excited because they don't ever come to your town very often. Yeah, I mean, they come and do the house shows and right. stuff like that. And, I, I just feel like there's like if the Rockers run every week and they verse the Heart Foundation every week, yeah, you get sick of the you Rockers versus the Heart, Heart oh, yeah. Foundation. Absolutely. The, how much variety can you give somebody in five five matches? You know, no, like back to back. They're only as good until the audience turns on them. Yeah. yeah. Once you well, start getting booed, and, and, and if they're in like a pay per view, they're on every Raw. So every week for a month, they're on, versing each other, where you split them up one versus the other, but yeah. in some capacity, they're on Raw every night, and then they wrestle in uh, the pay-per-view, and then by the pay-per-view, you're like, 
I'm kind of sick of these guys. And then they wrestle the next pay-per-view for a rematch. Yep. So you see them, you see them like three months every day for three months. You guys talk yeah. about Sheffield, but how long did the, the Bushwhackers stay around? They were there forever. Yeah, but, and what about... I don't, I don't think people were really... I, they liked the Bushwhackers, but I don't yeah. think anyone's like, the Bushwhackers is the greatest tag team ever. No, I'm just saying, you said <laughs> Sheffield, like, so I'm just well, speaking, yeah, what about the, not the Bastion Brothers, but the... Uh, look, I, I, think, I think you could have more years with those people because yeah. they weren't as exposed. And so, so, oh, okay. so instead, also, of, instead of like every night, it's years. And plus, they became jobbers around the end of the, uh, their careers. So you know, you can use a jobber whenever. You don't have to be good to take a loss at all. Yeah, true. I mean, if you look at the Bush records, I think they came <coughs> in the WF like mid '88, mid late '88, and so, um, from there they were there till probably mid '93. But by that time, they were jobbers. But I think they won over the younger audience crowd because they had the gimmick of the whole, like, moving their arms up and down. Yeah, it was and playful. Down. Was, they, they were a playful tag team, but obviously it was a different yeah. era so, and stuff. All right, one question. So, in my opinion, the Hardy, I can watch the Hardy Boys anytime, every time. Does that mean, does that, is that just, is that just me? Because I didn't like the fact they split them up. I think at that point, you're basing it on nostalgia. Okay, all right. Because like, you know the Hardy Boys, you grew up with the Hardy Boys. <coughs> you said the Hardy Boys is your favorite tag team of all time. Yeah. So it's like, now to see them, it's like, I remember those guys, I remember what they did, and I like them. So yeah. I could I could watch them all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. Shelf life is. I, I, I think every, even singles competitors have a shelf life. I think that's why everyone's kind of down on Roman Reigns right now because he has a shelf life and he's overexposed. He's overexposed. Fun fact, off topic, but you brought Roman Reigns. He, he was on ESPN this past week. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he picked the team that lost. <laughs> Go Roman. <laughs> Go, <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> Good team. Wow, I think this Roman thing is going to be short-lived anyway because I feel like it's going to be a lot like Diesel. Mm. Diesel's reign with the belt. I think so too. I really do. I don't, longer I don't, than the year. I don't think he's our champion. I think he's two the years So how can we make the tag team division better? Better. More I mean, tag team. Yeah, it's simple. More tag team. Variety of tag teams and less. Time on TV as far as the matches. Well, the no, matches if you have no tag teams, exactly. you could put them on TV. Like if you saw the Usos versus, I don't know who else is on that same. Uh, <laughs> Fizzling out, but like oh, like Cesaro and and uh, which one call it? No, no, like, I, I'm talking get rid of those guys. Let's say make a new tag team. Let's yeah. say Usos versus. They're not doing anything with Chad Gable. Let's throw oh, Chad yeah. Gable. And Sean Benjamin? Let's say give him a new tag team yeah. partner. Let's say the one that you was expected was him and Kurt Angle, but it didn't You're happen. You're different brands. I'm not trying to make a lot of sense. I'm so trying to give Usos a brand. versus just a brand new tag team. Yeah. yeah. New yeah. versus the brand new tag I'm, team. I'm fine with the Usos being on TV It's if it's versus different opponents. Exactly. Because you could tell a different stories. Like, and then we don't get, we don't get, and then the pay-per-view could be New Day versus Usos. Because at that point, I don't know the dynamic between the two of them. Mm, okay. I don't know how they're going to work out. I don't know how they're wrestling. I don't know how the story's going to end up. It's interesting. It's new. It's interesting. Perfect example. I didn't. I thought the Bludgeon Brothers, like you said, the Bludgeon Brothers giving, I thought it was going to be like weird. I mean, not weird, but it was going to be like some one-off. Yeah. But I was, I'm an Eric Rowan fan, so I wanted to see how it progressed. When, he, when they had him wrestle each of the 
was it New Day, Usos, and Lil Team that was big at the time. It was, I wanted to watch the match because it's a two, new tag team facing three tag teams as well that I already know. That's what makes you want to watch tag team matches. But I, I, I don't, I don't think I've watched the New Day and Usos tag team match all the way through since they came, since they came, Usos came. I mean, since the third rematch? Yeah. Fourth rematch? I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I like the fact that they, the footage was new. So look at the whole, the uh, promos they did. I thought that was cool. You saw they changed their mask for the pay-per-view. So that was cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. These need fresh meat. Fresh faces. I, I just think it's all stale. What about, what about less tag teams, less exposure, and when you do see these tag teams on TV, it's... You're looking forward to it. I feel like that would probably kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would kill it. Who's the weight division? Who's the weight division? Who's the weight division? You need to be <laughs> out there every night, and you need, like, fresh meat. Like, you yeah. need, you, like, even though we're saying stuff about New Day, you still need your face of every brand. So, yeah. like, your face of the Intercontinental branch would be, let's say, The Miz right now. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're thinking of in, uh, Intercontinental, The Miz is probably always going to be the top guy in that goddamn, that, that reign. And yeah. New Day is the new, they're the face of the tag division. So, you always need your face, and you always need them to promote it. I need it. Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, he's brought some attention. Why not have two of the champions wrestle the tag team champions? What, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that one off? With two, a world champion, IC champion, or, the tag yeah. team champs. Well, they've done that multiple times, but it always, end, it always ends in gimmicks. Like, yeah. like I, I need the best one that I know of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it probably happened not too long ago. Uh, it was John Cena and yeah, um, John Cena built. When they, when they uh, this is probably within the last three, four years. But it was John mm-hmm. Cena and somebody else tagging together. I think this was during Nexus. No. So somebody has a like tag. Years ago. I don't. Just tell you how much I watch Raw. I think it was Cena and the Miz. They were both. So, yeah, they they, they yeah. were tag champions. Yeah. I don't mind that. Like I said, the Miz. No, no, no. Someone had two champions. And he kind of refreshes even the single. Yeah. yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. True. So what was you gonna say, David? No, I was just gonna say, I think the foundation for a for a a really good tag team division is there, but there's so many like like you said injuries mm-hmm. that you have single competitors, really good ones, floating around that they just, have to, at one point, have to lock them down and just start making pairs. True. But... I, I think a good thing, um, a good example... Sorry to cut you off. No, I got one more point. But I, I think a good example of that would be, like, Cesaro and Seamus. They weren't doing anything. No. In fact, they were just mm-hmm. wrestling each other back and forth, back and forth, and they, like, tagged They were in the and universal... how fun were they? They were supposed to meet each other in the universal title yeah. picture, and then they yeah. got paired. Right. But what I was going to say is there's one really good tag team just sitting there who I don't think has had a fair chance of belts or belt contenders matches, and that's um, the Good Brothers. What have they done since um, coming over to SmackDown? And that's why I said yep. we should go ahead and let them go to the Indies and to the Sun because that's another problem I, 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 I have. I think the, the Good Brothers have this thing where they're they're forever going to be looked at as Finn Balor's posse. Like that's that's going to be forever their thing, no yeah, matter how much yeah. you look at them. You're I thought they're better as Ray, They were highly <laughs> sought after. <laughs> yep. They were highly sought after to to come over to the WWE or WWE. So how can you say just let them fade into the Sun? Because you're paying them for nothing. If they trying to say, if, they, if I can't have Pyro, they can't have teams sitting around doing nothing. I know, but that's they need a chance. Thing. But that's <laughs> the thing, like David's yeah. saying, like, let them reinvent themselves, let them let come them back. Go. They did, to the brothers. They were they came in as the uh, Carl Anderson and Gallo. Uh, the club. The club, thank you. And then now they're the good brothers. That's, yeah. So, so look, over time, 
Penitentiary? I'm sure they can do it. <laughs> I still think they can get threat if they try. I, I love it. Those guys are really good. Yeah, it's just that they don't they let them do them. Yeah. The All they is. get is time on the live events and yeah. not enough time on television. Right. Yeah, that's very much. Well, there's that transition. We talked about this on a previous podcast where you get these really hot tag teams from NXT and they come up to the major brand on Raw and SmackDown and it's like a fart in church. <laughs> it works for a second and then it's gone. It fizzles. They don't write them into the shows at all. And it's like the Ascension, the Revival, the Good Brothers, what about Authors of Pain? Authors of Pain did shit. They got a whole new short midget. Authors of Pain, I like the Authors of Pain. And they might have like the Authors of Pain. I think they might be the one tag team that actually does something. (laughs) And I hope so because. For NAC? Yeah. Uh, they, they've been up here since Wrestlemania and they were gone for a good three months yeah, and they, they came were. back out of the blue out of nowhere yeah they ain't really I, I like the fact that they're squashing people I like that I think they're going to have them face yeah. the Bludgeon Brothers that's what I think that's what I mean. and they should too they're going to have them with the cross promotes that's what I'm saying cross promote or the one that will jump back too. it'd be good it'd be good Eric Rowan being I'd like to see their Luke Harper is going to go to the Wyatt family again Probably. Oh, that's another tag. That was a faction that could have had multiple tag teams in it. And they, yep. that's what they took it right there for. I just don't think they like part. factions right now. No. Uh, well, today, today, is uh, Vince McMahon or Triple H in it? I was going to say that. Authority, Ministry, uh, Corporation. Ministry. I, just, yeah, I think they feel like they put too many guys together and they're not doing anything. They need some kind of direction. It's called a click. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but now that Triple H is in charge, he's like, well, not letting people do what I got away with. Oh, like, that's yes. silly. Like, I rose to the top. Why am I going to let these guys do steal money? Like, I was stealing money. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's silly. <laughs> and then after Vince McMahon got out of his faction, he's like, well, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a bunch of people just milling around doing nothing. <laughs> That's awesome. Alright, so I don't know what if scenario. We're gonna be talking about dream tag team matches. This one's interesting because we all kind of just crapped on the tag team division <laughs> right now. And um But if if you're just gonna say I'm just thinking like tag teams in general. So you can pair up say like Heart Foundation versus someone recent or the Hardy Boys versus the British Bulldog. Just something where which you can Say it would be kind of cool to kind of turn back the clock and say that this tag team versus this tag team would have really kind of stole the show and you know would have been a very entertaining tag team match to watch. Uh, Rayvon, what would be one of your interesting tag team dream tag team matches? Bret Hart, Owen Hart versus the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They take taking taking the, take the, those guys technique. Owen Hart got the athleticism versus the Hardy Boys and Matt Hardy. He's always been more ring savvy. I mean, more um, um, ground based than high flying. So it's it's kind of like an even trade off between the teams, in my opinion. I like to say something about that uh, dream match. That's a match that possibly could have happened. Oh really? Yeah. Well, yeah. if you're looking at '99, I mean, I guess '99 is when Bret Hart took the world's hardest kick to the head, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, Owen Hart would have had a nice case of the death. Unfortunately, <laughs> so. If neither one of those things happened, that possibly would have happened because they would probably both still have been with WWE. If, yeah. uh, well, if, if if they wrestled like late '98, before the well, we know Jeff Hardy was there in '96 as a 17 year old. It could have been early '99 because yeah. Brett didn't get the big. 
boop the heads off Star K99, then Owen didn't. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, Maybe, like you, you, yeah. you, 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 you about a year off before that can happen. Talking going on. I'm just saying. Contract negotiation. Bret Hart on the WWE TV. One man. Screw. No, he has. You go back to WCW before you get the six. Going back. Booking the head and on. Yeah, to say that almost happened is like. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, 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 why, that's, why, that's why I said uh, all those little stipulations there, but you know, money talks. Exactly. Man, we'll still be alive talks, too. Hey, could have been a WrestleMania, you know, pre main event type uh, scenario. <laughs> how, about, yeah. how about you, David? What would be one of your dream tag team matches? I would have to say, and I know there's one man who would stand in the way of both of them, but I would like to see Evolution and somehow, some way, the Horsemen. The Horsemen? So, uh, four on four? Four and four, or three on three, and just have Ric Flair stand back and watch. A fight over Ric Flair. For his managerial abilities. So, who will be the three on in the, uh, in the horseman? Uh, yeah, which horseman would you pick? Yeah. Well, it's, is it Barry Wyndham involved at all? Why not? Thank God. Yeah, because I say, yeah, Barry Wyndham. Is, is that your favorite version I of the horseman? I understand. I understand. When he was in the horseman, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm with Conrad Thompson. I like. Uh, you, you like Arn and Old? Sid. I like oh, Sid. Sid? Yeah. Sid doesn't count. Sid? Yeah. Over Barry Lyndon. Sid was Barry much Lyndon. later. Yeah, I like, I like Sid. He never, Barry Lyndon never looked so good on TV. Ben Watt. Barry Lyndon? I mean, uh, Sid? Sid? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's, guy. Like he's oh, on Coke, man. He's on his screen, man. I know. Like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's Okay. A big old scary guy. <laughs> I like the idea of having, yeah, Evolution versus the uh, Four Horsemen. It'd be, it'd be fun. Yeah, that would be that It'd be hard to figure out who from the horsemen you would have because they change it around so many times but you would need somebody who can keep up with the size and strength of evolution well you could have like you could have person have arm be the leader of the horsemen because mm-hmm. he was kind of like the second yeah. besides player you could have had tully barry and you could have had um benoit benoit for that matter oh. versus the four guys of evolution well, like on a war games match oh yeah mm-hmm. cool. Well, I'm going to say any of them could probably keep up with evolution. You know, this is this oh, is yeah. pre before steroids God. was a bad thing. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's even about two months on steroids, anybody's at evolution. That's that's I'm what just saying. Saying. I thought he was tiny. He's like six four, two forty. I mean, he was. He's like yes. the size of you. I'm like no. I'm, I'm <laughs> six four, two hundred and thirty. I'm like five ten, one ninety. Oh really? He crushed me. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, okay. Never mind. Right. Uh, David oh. should be um, excited. Yeah, I, I have the attention span. <laughs> I have the attention span. Yeah, Murdoch. Yeah, let's say uh, 
Dusty Rhodes and Dick Murdoch versus Cody go. Rhodes and Gold Dust. Sorry, cool. I have the attention span of the everyday tree squirrel, okay? Really like Stardust. Maybe a lot of blue. No, I, I didn't never say Stardust. I oh, said okay. Cody Rhodes. And Gold Dust. And Gold Dust. Versus Dust and, and Dirty Dick Murdoch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would love to see a generation. That was his name. I'm not making this up. Oh, it's here. Yeah, it's other than that, or let's say the Rock and Sock Connection versus Tony Atlas and Rocky Johnson. Oh, that so, so, yeah, so I, it's more of a generational match. Is it because of the foot fetish thing? Yeah, no, no. It, it has nothing to do with Tony Alice or Mick Foley. More Rock versus his father. You said Tony Alice, oh. Rocky Ravi, right? Uh, Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson. So you want Red Cod to say the ring between these guys' ass? Because you don't see Rocky. Rocky's getting that taking ass. Yeah, you know that Rocky's taking an ass. It's going to be that guy's beating of a lifetime. All right. Tony Alice. All right, let's go like Mankind is more than used to taking an ass. I know, that's what I'm saying. He's more than used to it. That's the match. Wasn't it maybe a referee in a Hell in a Cell match? You just got the ever loving crap beat out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor man guy. Yeah, well, man. You need an ass with a comic, huh? <laughs> yep. That's it. How, how about your dream tag team match, Brandon? I, I have um, a good one. Sure. Road Warriors versus Authors of Pain. Ooh. Authors of Pain and the Road Warriors. They're yeah. like stereo. Wrestle Stereo Vania, so that's what they call it. That's great. Hmm. Okay. With Paul Ellering and a. Paul, Paul in Ellering and a form. shark cage above the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. I liked it. That's really yeah, we could bring Robocop down to break open the burn. Oh, Wrestle War 90. Has to be Who did he break out? DDP or? Broke out. Um, or JJ uh, Dillon. No, who the hell was it? No, Sting. 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 Right. Sting was uh, stuck Sting. in that damn thing. Yeah. It was uh, short the buzz cut. Yeah, buzz cut Sting. Damn, JJ Dillon made so many cage matches. I just assume he's a, he's a, I mean, made so many shark takes. I just assume it's him every time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I got a few, actually. So I don't oh. my few. But my, one of my, my, the first tag team that I remember as a kid was the British Bulldogs. And the British Bulldogs wrestled uh, the dream team of Brutus Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Bale. That was the first tag team you remember? Yeah. Was the British from wrestling Bulldogs. from watching wrestling all those years ago. Wait, what about uh, huh? I'm answering one of my first questions. Huh? What? Hmm? No, you said that. You say was it say to you? The British Bulldogs oh, yeah. versus the Dream Team, Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake, and it was on Saturday Night's Main Event in the fall of '86. When you when you were watching wrestling, does that just was there not a lot of tag teams? Not as much as people think. No, and if it, when it was a tag team, they were always were wrestling jobbers. Okay. Cool. So on Superstars of Wrestling or Wrestling Challenge. Did you didn't like the Samoans or something? That was before me. Samoans was like early 80s. I saw like Bobo Brazil and somebody would be fighting, let's say, the Mass Wrestler, the DA 1 and 2, some yep. shit like that yeah. constantly. Yeah, so when you <laughs> were able to see two tag teams actually go at it, it was kind of exciting. You would see like the Killer Bees wrestle Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik on Saturday mornings. It would be like a five minute match, but it was like, oh, cool, this is different. Yeah. The uh, Midnight Express. They, did you see them first? The first ones were the Bulldogs. Because oh. I did, and this was before I had cable, so the oh. first thing I saw was like, whatever was on Channel 2 and Channel 50. Oh, okay, okay. And then we, you know, Channel 4 had Saturday Night's Main Event, so my first Saturday Night's Main Event that I recorded, that was one that was the um, one of the matches they had on there. And it was a two out of three falls uh, tag team match. Mm. So, 
But my dream match goes back to the Bulldogs, because I love the Bulldogs of, of Dynamite Kid and, and Davy Boy Smith. And them pretty much wrestling the Hardys, I think, to me, is such a staple. I would love to see something like the Midnight Express wrestle Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. That's a, I think that's, that's a good one. Yeah, they lose. That's a good one. You know, Bobby Eaton, Stan Lane versus Christian and Edge. I think there'd be, like, really good chemistry there. And a tag team that people don't really talk about, but I always liked them, is the Fantastics. Tommy uh, Rogers and Bobby Fulton just more or less taking on a younger group of guys, you know, like a like a, a Hollywood blondes of like a, a Brian Pillman and um, Steve Steve Austin. Just that con- contrast of style. Because they were small guys, but they can go, they can get the shit kicked out of them in a match, and then at the very end kind of be resilient and still wrestle. Kind of like a Rock and Roll Express mm-hmm. back in the day, but I thought they hit, I, I liked their gimmick better than the Rock and Roll Express. So, those are my dream matches. There you have it. All right, so your Mount Rushmore of tag teams. You're going to name your four favorite tag teams. you got this huge mountain of tag teams to choose from, but you're going to pick four of them to be your Mount Rushmore. Which four tag teams, in your opinion, make that mountain? David. Sorry. The Outlaws, the Horsemen. I like the Legion of Doom as I watch them more. And then the... The Heart Foundation from the early Attitude Era. Like, um, Owen Hart and, uh, and uh, the Bulldog. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. How about you, Brandon? What's your Mount Rushmore tag um, teams? Road Warriors, Edge and Christian. Um, you know, I've always been a fan of Yokozuna and <coughs> um, Owen Hart. Yeah, they were good. I always liked them. Yeah. Um, I always like the Twin Towers and... Akeem and the Big Boss Man? Yeah. I Oof. forgot about them. They're good. Yeah. You like the African Dream? <laughs> I did. I like <laughs> Chuckin' and Jive. I thought that was really cool. Slick as the manager. <laughs> but I, just, I was a big fan of the Big Boss Man. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Akeem was just so entertaining. He was. Just as a kid. You know, he was once the one-man gang, and then he disappeared and came back and became... Akeem. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have to pick. Mm-hmm. I think I like the Hollywood Blondes. Which one? Brian Pillman. And Brian Pillman and Austin. Austin. I think they're very unsung heroes of, like, tag teams. Mm-hmm. But they were really hard workers in an era that didn't have very... Wasn't very respected in tag teams. Yeah, especially in the early 90s. That 90... What? 92, 93? Yeah. Because it really wasn't that... I mean, there were the Steiner Brothers, the Nasty Boys, and Harlem Heat and stuff, but they were almost like a... It brought me back to like a Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson-type tag team where they could be technical, yeah. they can cheat, you know, worked in the It was crowd, fun to see Austin in a like role. Yeah, because he was... At, before that, he was like the stunning Steve Austin and being yeah. managed by his wife. And he had a very different style of wrestling. Yeah, because he could be technical, but he can also be very dirty. High flying, yeah. And high flying, and he, and he could be a brawler at the same time. So he was a very diverse wrestler before Owen dropped I've always liked Brian Pillman. <laughs> What's that? I've, I've always liked uh, Brian Pillman. Flying Brian Pillman? That guy right there. Or the there. loose cannon Brian Pillman. I've always, I've always liked him. Got, he one? just reinvents himself every time, and he's so He's smart. He knows <clears throat> link psychology, and he knows wrestling psychology for that. Which one ran around with a gun? 
That was the loose cannon. Loose okay, cannon. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Because you break into my house and you pull a gun, <laughs> that's great. That's great that's TV. Good. That's guys. good TV. Yeah. That's good TV there. Okay. TV. Okay. Also, Camille TV is dead. You're getting shot at. I know you got with it. Jamal, who's your Mount Rushmore of people? I, I got one thing to ask before I even say my list. So, no one's brought up demolition whatsoever. No, so. I try not to. Alright, I, I understand that. You know, the bondage, gear, and all that shit. I, we kind of have to put them somewhere with them being the original longest reigning world tag team champions. Yeah, so but they're long. not anymore. They're not anymore. The New Day are the longest reigning tag team. Yeah, the New Day are there because. Because you are aware that Demolitions is, you know, a really bad, cheap version of uh, the Legion of Doom the Road Warriors yeah I do know that I know that very well do you know that so you, before I, you I just made a joke about their bondage gear yeah. so I'm, I'm pretty so sure on that before yeah, you give your uh, give your list now, are you breaking it up because only because they're long range tag team champions or because you like them no, I was bringing up because of the tag team championships. Okay. I was just wondering where y'all felt about them as tag teams yeah. and the greatest ever's. I when, first time I saw them, I'll give you my, my first thought was, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. I, I did Bingo. <laughs> and I said, wow, this is like a watered down version of the Road Warriors. Okay. And I never liked them. Okay. Because cool. they couldn't wrestle. All they did was punch, kick, and do their finisher and a couple body slams. Hmm. Wow, you guys. And they're still going to this day, though. They're that's still, all, I mean, I, they're still wrestling in bondage gear right now. Malicious. It's three of them. Which is two of them still wrestling or three of them? Uh, just the two, the two main ones. Okay. You know, Axe yeah. and Smash. Axe, Smash, and Crush, and they're managed by good old Mr. Fuji. Ooh, I think Crush is dead. Crush, I believe, is dead. Fuji passed away, and you have Axe and God rest his soul. <laughs> you know, okay, now they, I was they, just... They had a good look. As yeah. far as the whole like S and M leather and chains yeah. and spikes and everything, Ooh, that was good luck. and then they had the mask. The mask part was cool. I liked the mask part. And when they took it off, they whipped out their tongues and they looked like they were sucking on a lollipop <laughs> for a while. It was so like Blood Brothers, like a, it's what Blood Brothers, mm-hmm. Blood Jam Brothers are doing right now. But besides that, once that bell rang. <laughs> it was, okay, no, I'm, I'm not asking. Just I was just wondering where y'all would kind of it's place. It's like a cat them. coming in with a eaten, half-eaten squirrel. I'm just wondering where they've been placed because they they did unfortunately have a very oh, large part in WWE history. Yeah, Bastion Brothers saw that. <sighs> Let's not go there. So, All right. what, what's your point? We trying to talk about WWE? Yeah, why you? No, I was just I was trying to wonder why they were being completely ignored from Could be Davis list. David already said his mom. Okay, you know, we'll go ahead and go with my goddamn yeah, Mount Rushmore. Alright, my Mount Rushmore is Roll Warriors, the Hardys, the Deadly Boys, and I'm gonna add a new group. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna add New Day in there, and I'm just yeah. gonna say they 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 crushed the tag team division for so long. They were now. close to my list. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, Dudley Boys is close to my list. And the only reason I'm saying Dudley Boys is just because of their international and everywhere appeal. They've had titles everywhere. Yeah. A lot yeah. of companies. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. <clears throat> What's your uh, take on this one here, Rayvon? What's your... I got uh, Hardy Boys, Midnight Express. Uh, man, Dudley's are so close. Uh, I know. It's hard <laughs> to pick four because there's so many good yeah. teams out there. Angie Christian is definitely one, but I don't know. Is is the brew? Cause I'm oh, sorry. Angie's <laughs> <laughs> the brew again. 
the whole Edge Christian rule gimmick. I'm sorry. Okay, because I did the whole Edge Christian. Love Edge Christian. It's too separate. Yeah. Okay, so Edge Christian. Thank you. He's got the same two guys on the. You don't think Edge Christian so much? I'm gonna use Edge Christian. Thank you, sir. I had to say that I I didn't watch it, but I like the I like the I, I like the I like the contrast, and that's uh, the Rocket Sock connection. I like that. I just really really like that. Game. Is your Mountain Rushmore of tag teams? Wow. Yeah, because I can't. Th- I, it's a default because I can't think of no other tag teams I care for. This is a personal life, right? Personal? Yeah, that's your personal life. Personal. Personal oh. love all this. Oh, personal 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 love all Anything R Truth is on my list. Yeah. Radicals. Definitely. Radicals? Any, yeah, Eddie Guerrero and Chris the Hardy Boys and then obviously my favorite tag team of all time the Legion of Doom the Road Warriors because they were the most dominating tag team ever period can we put an honorable mention like, in there even there? like um Enzo oh, Big Cass I thought they'd be on your list Enzo Big Cass tag team so that was a man during the singles compared to they were a tag team yeah Enzo did all the wrestling he did all the ass we gonna ass kick it Mankind, because I was talking about great mankind was taking that shit. No, but mankind looked good. Well, mankind, good taking ass. No, you know, Enzo got hit one time. From the rope and he got a concussion. He's gone for six months. Yeah, he got wasted. Uh, that's good. <laughs> 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 you said, you said, oh, oddities. Who don't love the oddities? Oh, come on. <laughs> it's like you mentioned demolition. Wait, what did I say? Who? Her foundation? On my Mount Rushmore? Yeah. No, I had it. Unfortunately, they didn't make it there. Uh, and the Bulldogs didn't make it? The Bulldogs, Bulldogs made it. Bulldogs the Bulldogs made it. That was the first oh. one. The you like the Bulldogs over the Her Foundation? Yeah. Just because I thought they were just a bit more. Uh, David Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid I think were pretty equal as far as their ability in the ring Nightheart was kind of like he was the power guy the power yeah. guy he's just there for intimidation you didn't like that? I liked him as a tag team yeah Fred did all the work and then you bring him in that worked for the time oh so yeah I, I, like, I thought the Heart Foundation wasn't Brett and Anvil I thought this Heart Foundation was all the all the Heart they were a tag team first oh and then they, they turned to a faction the Heart yeah. Foundation when all factions were big okay okay then so they became the Heart Foundation but they were a tag team of Jim the Anvil Nineheart and Bret Hart and that was called the Heart Foundation oh okay yeah. so I was, and then they were the Heart oh okay yeah and their finisher was the Heart Punch not the Heart Punch no right? <laughs> oh shit I can't remember the Spike Spike Power Driver Heart attack, is it? 
it was something that had it was such a simple move but it looked so damn good when Bret Hart did it it was both of them yeah because Nightheart would hold him up was it a, a drop kick to and the then Bret place? went across the rope like once and then a second time and the second time he went across he pulled him over right? he did the clothesline yeah, uh, the clothesline yeah. he did he would take him but Bret's body would almost like swing and take the body with him down oh like a, a swing and neck breaker sling blade yeah. sling blade yeah More, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it was such a it's just a clothesline and but it looked, it looked so elegant. Like it looked elegant. It looked. Um, like he executed. Executed. Yeah. It looked. It was ex- executed perfectly. Yeah, he did it perfectly every time he did every it. Time, every time they did it. Yeah. No, they were they were a great tag team. So. <laughs> Rockers are better. But they were That's a conversation in itself. What was it? Marty and Sean were good as far as high flying. Yeah, that's why I liked him. I and liked never paid attention to the referee's five count. But that's, you know. Well, who does? They're referees. Oh. They serve one purpose, and that's to get knocked out. <laughs> knocked out and count the three and just. They knocked eight, out, knocked out the bell. entire match. Jeez. Yes, Ray Vine. Uh, uh, he said he's got one. He said the oddities. I don't know who that is. Trevor Murdoch. Have you ever heard uh, of a band called ICP? Yeah. Or rappers, I guess? Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're the oddities. Oh, they sang the song, the entrance yeah. song to the oddities. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That sounds awful. It consisted of... Insane Clown Posse. Earthquake wearing a mask. From Detroit. Yep. Yeah, it was Earthquake wearing a mask. That's, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Many that. years later. But besides that, I don't know any of the rest. And then the Luna Vachon. Luna Vachon was in it. Uh, who else? Uh, there was some dude who looked like George Marish. Uh, I don't know who that is. And fuck it. That's the, I don't even know who the goddamn dude was, but it was some giant Kurgan. dude. Kurgan. Yeah. Oh, God, Kurgan. He, he does movies now. Like a group of guys I've never heard of. Yeah, they, they were kind of like circus freaks. Oh. That's the gimmick. They always carried around, if you remember, they carried around Cartman doll. Yeah. yeah. A cart a stuffed Al Snow little, was a part of that group. Yeah, Al Snow. Um, it was like a stuffed little Cartman. Wait a minute, was Bobby... Not Bobby. No, I think it's something else. So, no, Bobby Heenan had like a makeshift team. Because that's when the Gobble Gook was like joined there or something like that, right? Was that him? Hmm? The was Bobby Gooker? Yeah, was that... Was that Bobby, Bobby Gooker? Yeah, was that no, Bobby? Was, was that... That's not, that's not what we're talking about. At least one of those guys. Okay. No, these guys are like... They, they were made up to be like a freak show. Oh, okay. that, that whole oddities thing is what started the whole Al Snow with the severed the goddamn yeah, mannequin head shit. And all oh, that. yeah, you walk around shaking the mannequin head and, and the that started screaming. That whole What's everybody want? And everybody's crowd screams, head. What does everybody need? Head. Oh, so what's the other oddities? Which is crazy. Because oh, oddities are Lance Cade, who don't like little Trevor Murdoch and Lance Cade. And you got Billy and Chuck. Lance Cade and Trevor yeah. Murdoch were in the oddities? No, no, no. I'm not talking about oddities. I don't mention I don't mention I'm sorry. You know, I've always liked the Harlem Heat. I forgot about them. I don't, I don't yeah. think they get enough. They don't get enough they started. They to be honest with you, because they were they really were good. They look good. They, they yeah. had good. And were together for a decade. Yeah. A good, no, I mean, literally great. 10 years. They were a tag team for a long time. And huh, probably had his greatest move ever. I, I still think to this day, if he still did the Harlem Hangover, I'd probably like Booker T a lot more. What's the, which, what was that? It was the where he did the back flip into the leg drop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so if he still did that. It was good. I'd probably still love Booker T a lot more, but after the whole King Booker shit, I was like, fuck Booker T. Jeez. I'm sorry. Yeah, just sorry. See a lot of <laughs> sorry, Booker T. If you it was good. Us. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I see. Was good. They were a good tag team. And on our very last note here, two of your personal favorite tag team matches. We don't have to go. We, we've been talking about it on and off here so far in the podcast. 
For are there any tag team matches that we have not mentioned that you guys want to throw out there for the <laughs> listeners to maybe check out on their Google machines? I got one, and only because <clears throat> it just shows how badass APA were, and that's doing the APA uh, were throwing potatoes at um. Blumini. No, it was that group that came in. They thought they, was, they thought they could. Oh, no, oh no, public, public enemy. enemy. Yeah. yeah, was it public enemy? Too big. Yeah, they beat yeah. the yeah. shit out of them. That was a great tag team match. I was like, watch it. That was a beat. That was a tag team ass whooping. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that one. Beat. Andy Airbag. I keep, I keep gloating about this because it's the only reason I still watch wrestling, to, wrestling today, and that's well, one of the reasons, and that's the triple threat between. Uh, the Dudleys, Edge Christian, and Hardys. That latter, that was WrestleMania. Yeah, right. yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Which one? I'm sorry. Huh? Which one? The, the one where the Hardys won. 17 and SummerSlam. The one where the Hardys won. Aaron tried to call you out, and now he's stuck. That's the one the Hardys won. Yeah, I think all three have won. Said they did. I think one of favorite matches. I think each one won, right? Alright, Facebook fans. The one I saw was pay per view. Well, he said it was three pay per views. They was in three pay views, right? Yeah. Two WrestleMania's and one SummerSlam. Yeah. It was it was WrestleMania. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Wasn't there a DLC match on SmackDown when they crowned I think they put Benoit and Jericho in it and they had put it on the line. I thought there was like a TLC two on SmackDown. There might have been, but I sorry. It's okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying. What about you, Brandon? You got any some special? I got I got team? a really fun one, but sure. I liked it just because of the gimmick and the match. Was it because was the Mega Powers the Twin Towers? Oh man, but I love that match. Sorry, it's a good um, match, actually. it was Yokozuna and British Bulldog uh-huh. versus Shawn Michaels and Yo- and uh, Diesel. That was an in, in your, your house. house. Yeah, which one was it? I don't remember exactly okay. which one it was, but it was the stipulation was um, Owen Hart was out. That's right, and he came in later in the match. Yeah, and got, right. got pinned. That was the year of Diesel. Yeah. Which we'll be talking about in a future podcast. Maybe. Possibly. We'll see. 1995. We'll see. We will deserve to be on our podcast. Well, is that we will. The podcast is we don't know what else we have have mention? Undertaker we and King. Oh. oh. The Brothers of Destruction. Damn, I can't believe mention that. I thought you would have mentioned that, David. I you're, forgot about that. You're the Attitude Era expert here, buddy. We were just, we just talked about it on our last episode. There is one that I do want to bring up that I liked, and I still remember it. It was 2003. It was a reunion match. LOD against RVD and Kane. Yeah, that was a good one because the crowd went nuts. As that soon was that a title match, played. too. That was a title match. They didn't win, but no. they got a huge reception. Yeah, I remember that. I actually just watched that not too long ago on YouTube. Any time that entrance goes, everyone loses their shit. I, I still think the like, Road Warriors. Oh, okay. As soon as that whole water rush and starts playing, the crowd is winning. Then there nuts. was that sad reincarnation on SmackDown with Hydreig. Yeah, that was. They that won, was great. But that, that was watered down. Very watered down. It was. Gross. I hate when they try to do that. They try to reinvent a tag team like that. Well, they bring it back and they bring, try to bring some kind of nostalgia with yeah. the like name. When they redid the Midnight Express, that was so bad, so bad. I felt bad for Jim Cornette and his creation. Jamal, what's one of your uh, favorite uh, tag team matches? Did it. Uh, my favorite tag team match. <coughs> Jesus. It's okay. All right. So my favorite tag team match. It's an ECW match, unfortunately. Nothing wrong with that. It's RVD versus Sabu. RVD and Sabu. Ah, shit. What happened? I am destroying the English language right now. Take three. Okay. It was RVD and Sabu versus 
Mike Awesome, and Just Incredible. I think in a some weird television title match, from what I remember. All I know is it wasn't a pay per view. It was just regular TV. It was a it was a regular TV match. All I know is and blood everywhere, blood everywhere, barbed wire everywhere, bowls, bats, glass. So you're you're a big fan of blood and for wrestling, sir. If it got blood, it'd be good. It'd be real good if it got blood. You like hardcore wrestling? Ah, yeah, I'm a big fan. And we talk about blood and wrestling on a previous podcast in our archives under wildcard wrestling. Somebody has a version to blood, like a look at nobody. Look who's talking about Jamal. <laughs> blood, man, blood. Everybody love blood. Hell, you you love JPL, so I know you love blood. blood. Shit. Blood. Yeah, you love the other guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's How about your dream match? What's, what's your dream match here? Try it. Not dream match. I'm sorry. Your favorite tags. One of your favorite tags he matches. I had one. I forgot. Uh, okay. I liked Stone Cold Steve Austin pairing with Shawn Michaels against the Hard Foundation. Yeah. Sort of changing of the guard. Changing of the guard. That was cool. And that what was they like did the was attitude error. At the beginning of the broadcast, they said, um, "On the Titantron, get your shit together, and we'll give you a title shot." Yeah. The following week, and yep. sure enough, you know they they hated each other, but they were existed long enough to win the belts. Win the belts for a little bit, at least. Well, let us know on Facebook as far as uh, tag teams, what dream tag team matches that you that you would like to possibly see in the future or just dream matches of, of the past that you want to just put in, in our in our comments on Facebook. Your Mount Rushmore tag teams, let us know what you think you feel are the four greatest tag teams of all time. Follow us on Facebook at Wildcard Wrestling. Check us out on Twitter at Wildcard Wrestling. And also we have a blog, uh, Wildcard Wrestling too to throw some feedback there. Until the next time, 